0: Welcome to the first Dr. Lori Marvis podcast. This is Dr. Christina Miller, Chris, um, and we're introducing her today and to talk to her about her plant-based journey, which has been fantastic, um, good friend of mine so welcome and thank you for being my first guinea pig. Thank you. I'm so honored. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's kind of unusual for us to talk with headphones <laughs> and microphones, but I'm sure we'll get used to it. look very official. All right. I know, right? That's half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Crystal, so first, just tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of like your backstory of why you went into medicine to begin with.
1: So I went into, um, initially I went into internal medicine uh, in the hopes of helping people like everybody else in adult medicine. And I really liked critical care and seeing results and getting people better when they were <laughs> really sick. And so, but after my training, I started to realize that all people do is. All we did as doctors was give out medications, test blood work, give out medications, test blood work, and nobody actually got better. Like mm. they just kept coming back sicker and sicker over time. And so I was very disheartened and I actually took a year off after that thinking I don't didn't like this, I didn't really want to do it anymore, but not knowing what I wanted to do. And I went back and retrained in emergency medicine where at least I could help people make a difference, see immediate um, changes in front of me. And so I then practiced emergency medicine for 10 years And I started, um, you know, we were working long hours, night shifts. I ate a standard American diet. And I started getting joint pains and rashes and fatigue and
0: was diagnosed with lupus. How old were you at that time? I was 36. Wow. So you had taken a year off between medical school and residency? After, yep.
1: Um, No, after my first residency,
0: I took a year off after internal After your first (laughs) residency, multiple (laughs) residencies. And then I did emergency (laughs) medicine, yeah. Okay. So, and so you were at 36, you were starting to get joint discomfort and yeah. which joints were it
1: started in my fingers in the okay. PIP joints and it was a whole bunch of them. And I was like, "Uh Oh, this is autoimmune. Like I knew sort of right away. Mm. And you know how lupus is h- often hard to diagnose. Right. All my labs are positive. It was wow. very, it, it was an immediate diagnosis. We wow. knew right away what it was. I was started on medications right away. Um, three medications. Can you describe those type of medications? Mm-hmm. So. The medications were um, Plaquenil, which is kind of an antiviral-type medicine, and Prednisone, which is a strong um, steroid medication to suppress the immune system. And then um, I was also having pleuritic chest pains when I breathed and so they put me on methotrexate first orally which is um an immune suppressant big time immune suppressant drug also used for cancer treatment Mm -hmm. and um first I did the oral with no result I continued worsening symptoms and then they did shots and I just couldn't give them to myself I was like this is not me what is happening I'm not Mm -hmm. a sick person like how did my life come down this route
0: Was it a sudden transformation? Like you were sick suddenly? Or did you see, now that you look back on it in your history, was there any clues that maybe something else was going on earlier in your life? Yeah.
1: So I've done that. I've tried to look back and no, I, like I was just powering through the ER, you know, I I worked my shifts, I drank my coffee and (laughs) I exercised every day and, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, my life was good. I lived in the mountains and I thought, I No, not really. And then all of a sudden my joints just started swelling. Wow. But I definitely was stressed with work and the hours and, and, you know, I travel. We live in Colorado, so I worked in different ERs. Right. So there was a lot of that. And I clearly didn't have the right diet.
0: Right. So then what happened? So you're on all these medications. How long were you being treated for?
1: I did that for about a year. And I was like, I'm going to die. Like, I kept getting worse and worse. And my doctor was like, we're going to have to start more meds and experimental drugs. And it was progressing. And it was progressing rapidly. And I was getting really scared. And nobody had said, look at your diet. Not a single person had told me, maybe it's food related. So,
0: you know, I really want to dive into you because you're such a... You're like, go get her, get it done. That must have been such, and as a physician and then an ER physician, like you guys like are adrenaline junkies, right? That's why I didn't do ER. I'm not <laughs> a big fan of someone's dying in front of me. I want to save them. Um, but tell me what, what kind of feeling was that? Like when you were literally, I mean, out of control and your, your health is spiraling out of control and all they want to do is load you up with these meds. What, what were you thinking internally and what was going on in your head? It was the worst
1: feeling in the world. And this is why I can relate with every single patient. Your Mm -hmm. life is taken away from you. And instantly, I was crying every day. I was no longer the same person. I had no control. My body was going crazy. I didn't know why or what to do about it. And I had always considered myself a healthy person. Mm -hmm. And this just just caught me off guard. It blindsided
0: me. Right. And then on top, you're a doc. And you're like, why don't I understand? What is... What is that information? Where am I missing? What's the link?
1: Well, and we think as doctors that, one, it's not going to happen to us, right? Oh, yeah, We all think, like, oh, I give prescriptions. I treat people. And then how could – I'm healthy. How does this happen to me? So that's the first thing. And second, we're not taught – everybody is taught in medical school, at least I was and my doctors, had been that we don't know why this happens. We don't know why this happens.
0: So then tell me what happened after that first year. Yeah, so
1: I started to get really scared and thought – This isn't right. This is not the solution for me. I can't let these doctors treat me anymore. They're killing me. And so I started doing my own search. And so that's where I started. Is it my lifestyle? I work nights and I I live crazy life. Is it something with that? And is my stress. And so I started just doing a search and I came across nutrition, plant-based diets and autoimmune diseases. And
0: so what year was this?
1: This was two thousand. Nine, nine. Wow! So that you're going on
0: seven years now, of 2010 maybe. Then switching six over, six years. Yeah. Cool. And so, what was your first um, resources that you came across back then?
1: Interesting. The first person I came across was Dr. Furman. Ah. And I read about it, and it was in October, end of October, right before Halloween, like maybe the thirtieth. And I read about Dr. Furman's treatment plans for autoimmune diseases, mm. and I was like, "Oh my god!
0: Right. Oh my
1: god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" I could, <laughs> I freaked out. That's and awesome. literally that day, he was he was getting ready to host November. It was probably the fifteenth, right before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. a three day weekend in um, Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. And so I clicked, signed up, got a room put myself in and done. And then my husband, Troy came through and I said, Troy, I'm going to see this doctor. I'm listening to a conference. Who's going to heal me. And I'm going to get rid of my autoimmune disease. I mean, it was instant. I knew this was the answer. I knew I was over this disease and that was it. What
0: did your husband say with all this?
1: Well, at first I was like, first he was like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> but then he looked into it. He goes, I'm coming with you. Sign me up. but we're, oh, I'm coming with you. So we flew out to New Jersey together and it changed my life forever. I wow. mean, that weekend changed my life. Tell
0: me what happened that weekend.
1: It was amazing. First of all, Dr. Furman, kudos to you, you know, you know his work right, It's so right. life-changing and he had so much enthusiasm. He just explained it like I'd never understood before.
0: Very scientific.
1: Very science and then made it real. And then that was the beginning was a science. And then at the end, it was how to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so he taught us how to cook and get rid of all the stuff from the house. And mm-hmm. actually the chef, there was a guest, a celebrity chef from Aspen, Colorado. And that's where I
0: met Martin. Martin is a good friend of ours who I'm sure I will get on this podcast shortly. <laughs> yeah, and he's actually a
1: chef. And I was like, I live in Aspen, Colorado. We live in Aspen, Colorado. And (laughs) so we went up, Troy went right up to him right away and introduced himself and Martin came over and, you know, we all became friends right after that. But that weekend, um, you know, you eat healthy for the first time in my life, I was eating plant-based and I was loving it. And everything I learned, I knew I was going to heal my lupus. I just knew it in my mind that this was it. And Dr. Furman was going to help me and everybody in that program, everybody was there. We were all in this together and it was so like, they say plant-based diets. I'm sure you're going to talk about this, but Mm -hmm. that it, it's, it's, um, you know, it changes your diet, but it changes so much more than your diet. It changes your life. And, and Tell me
0: how it changed your life. Because
1: it just opens you up to bigger things, and it makes you more aware of each other and the environment and the community, and then your exercise and then your sleep and then how you treat others and the type of person. It just changes everything about you.
0: It's like it, it was a door to a whole other world you didn't know existed. Yeah. That's exactly the experience that I had. So. Now you're back in 2010, so you were on these medications, and you're still suffering from all the discomfort and everything. So tell me, how did that transition go?
1: So um, we came back from Princeton, and it was funny because we landed at Denver Airport. We were driving back towards Aspen, and we stopped at Whole Foods, and we bought— Legumes (laughs) Legumes <laughs> and nuts, and you know, we went to the bins and loaded up on J bombs. Yep, of course, and all the <laughs> greens and you know right. everything that we had just learned from Doctor Firma what to buy. We loaded our car. We get home and we go right to our cupboard and took everything out, just put it in boxes, and we g- gave it to neighbors. We took it to um, the thrift store, the grocery store that takes th- um, donations, and we got everything out of the house. And I've never gone back from that point. Wow. So completely, yeah. hundred percent plant based from that weekend never changed but so then Mm -hmm. we uh, yeah I've been um, with my meds it took actually took a little while I tried to do a quick taper (laughs) and that didn't go so well what those meds you don't taper quickly so I don't (laughs) recommend that to anyone never just be so excited as I was and think you don't need them anymore and just kind of try to stop them rapidly right that doesn't work very well so so (laughs) what was going
0: on mentally when you weren't able to so you like you finally found the nirvana to help you when you weren't able to fully come off quickly, what was mentally going on? Were you, were you like this isn't working, or is this is working? I just need to be patient. Or, I mean, what was that cultivating in you? So I've, it's been a roller coaster for me, truthfully.
1: Like there's been ups and downs, and I'm a positive person, and mm-hmm, I. Yeah believe in the body's ability to heal. I believe everything I learned from Dr. Furman and all of our plant-based friends and Mm -hmm. colleagues and these amazing people. I believe it to a T that my body will heal. It hasn't hundred percent healed yet. And so there's something still triggering my immune system. And Mm -hmm. so I, I have low lows where I'm like, what is wrong with my body? But now I get it. The physiology, something is still stimulating my immune system. And Mm -hmm. where they say plant-based diets help I don't know what exact the number is. You probably know more than me, 70%, 80%, 90% people. But what about the other 10%? Mm-hmm. Something. And so it can be, maybe there's a toxin in me, in me. Maybe there's still my stress level. There's something, you know, maybe in the environment or maybe mercury in my teeth, which I've had redone. You know, maybe there's something still triggering me. and the food is nourishing my uh, nourishing my cells and helping me start to heal mm-hmm. and when i fig- when i when it finally is ready my body it's going to just reverse and i know this and so even though there's lulls mm-hmm. i'm always like moving forward seeking someone else out what am i missing talking to dr Furman and colleagues and right. you know is my diet okay am i getting enough of everything is there right. something I'm you know, I'm doing differently. So.
0: So tell us, so you went to New Jersey and you started changing the diet. So now what was that transformation in the last six years? So tell us from there where you are to now, as far as medications, your symptoms, and you're talking about lulls and highs. Can you explain what that is Mm -hmm. to us? So I go through periods where um, I was actually able to um,
1: reduce my meds Okay. And um over time I kept slowly kept going down and down, but there became a level where it became low enough and I s- still started to have achy joints. So it mm. wasn't a hundred percent gone. But it was so much better. Like I would never do it any other way. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I teach people, like we're all looking for that story where it reverses in three months. And I right. have I bought the book Goodbye Lupus, where she's a doctor and she reversed in four months, all her antibodies were normal. And I talked to her and I did her program and In four months, my antibodies weren't normal. Mm. And so, and then we see, you know, I even work with patients and I see them in front of me get better in four months. Right. And mine hasn't. And I'm doing the, you know, so Mm -hmm. there's still some, so we're not all exactly the same. We have different things triggering us. So I get that and I'm still moving forward and I'm so much better on so many levels, but Mm -hmm. I haven't reversed them yet. And so what happens is, for example, the cottonwoods flared this gum fell this summer and there was cotton and it looked like it was snowing all summer. There's mm. so many cottonwoods and cottonwoods trigger my immune system. Wow. And all of a sudden I got achier and achier and achier. And I did a test. I locked myself in the house and turned the HEPA filter on and my joints got fine. I mm. felt good. Okay. And then so I knew there's something else triggering my immune system. Right. And so I'm always trying to figure out what I can do because when I finally figure this out, my immune system will act normal again mm-hmm. and I'm not, it's not going to go so crazy. So my journey has been ups and downs. So there's times where when there's no cottonwood, I tapered off all my meds. Okay. I actually was able to go to true North and fast for 16 days, water fast wow. only, um, This past May, just four months ago. And that was great. And I felt great while I was there on no medications. But when I came back, that's when the cottonwood started flaring. Interesting. And so I started to get achiness about three weeks after. And so then I had to go on a few more meds because it attacks my kidneys. Wow. So I intermittently will go on medications
0: to calm m- down my kidneys. But when you're in an environment where your immune system is not being stimulated, you do, you're you fine. I feel great. Wow.
1: And so in talking to that Dr. Goldner, another plant-based doctor, mm-hmm. she was saying, you know, when your cells heal, that it's not, it's not going to happen anymore. Those triggers won't cause that anymore. So right. just keep on doing your nourishing food plan and get those cells where they need to be. Um, Just constantly nourishing your body.
0: So, do you think it's something in the environment where you're living that might be that low level, just constant? triggering for you
1: we've been trying that we had the house tested for toxins for Mm. mold we haven't really found anything Mm. and um, we had the water we got a whole house water filter we've checked everything we could and I've checked to see if I go on vacation for two weeks or right and I haven't noticed I Uh. still will have the similar symptoms in different places and I have times here where I feel great okay so but I don't know we'd be willing to move if that's what I thought it was but I sure I haven't noticed that. I, I've been trying to play with that idea, but I okay. think there's something still triggering me. And when that's gone, these antibodies will switch around.
0: Wow. So you've had, I mean, you had some severe cases then if you had lupus that was attacking the kidneys, the lupus nephritis, which can be, I mean, lupus can kill people. I think we need to understand that that is such a serious disease. Can you share with us, You have you used uh, this plant-based diet approach with other lupus patients, or yeah, friends? actually,
1: I so I have um, since this all happened to me, stopped working the emergency department for the hour so I could sleep more regularly, and I started helping okay. people with nutrition, and um, started sort of sort of lifestyle integrated medicine type practice where I help people with the plant based nutrition, stress, sleep, exercise type things, okay. and. I have a lot of autoimmune people coming to see me just because they know I have an autoimmune disease. And I've had people with rheumatoid arthritis, with lupus, with Crohn's disease, um, even MS, but not quite as complete. But full remissions and symptoms gone (laughs) in like three months or less. And it's amazing.
0: So what is your initial approach with these folks? So they walk in your office. Hey, Dr. Miller, I have such and such immune disease. Tell me what is your what is your initial intake and how do you approach these mm-hmm. patients? Well, I've tried to find out the course because
1: what I've learned f- is that it's different for all of us. Okay. Even though the diagnosis it may be quote lupus, it's a totally different course for each person. Okay. So I try to learn their lifestyle and what triggers and where you know where they live and what they do and how much stress, whether they have kids, what kind of foods they eat, if they travel a lot, like all this stuff about them, and then we put together a plan. So. Clearly, we, I look at their diets. Obviously, I go to them right, right away, and right. so we'll go plant-based with it, and um, so we'll take out all the meat and the dairy and the sugar and the processed foods, and, but then I try to teach them, you know, how to prepare it, different types of meals, and you also have to do sort of an elimination diet with the autoimmune people, so... Things like gluten tend to be triggers, and, mm. th- and um, th- there are certain fruits and vegetables that are triggers for a lot of people with autoimmune.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Have and you found certain types
1: of fruits mm-hmm. and vegetables that are Like, like citrus is a big one, and okay. seeds tend to trigger a lot of autoimmune people. Um, so initially, like the first month, I take those things out too. So the plant-based okay. is kind of a very limited plant-based, but we're getting raw greens in. We're getting the colorful vegetables in. We're right. getting... You know, we're getting out all the bad stuff and we're adding, you know, omega threes from like the, well, the green vegetables and the flax seeds type things. Right. So we're, we're loading them with that and we're, we're doing it raw. We're doing it cooked. So kind of okay. teaching them how to do that. But it is a little bit of a limited diet for like the first month. And then okay. they start adding them back in
0: and see what their triggers are. So how long do you keep them on? For example, when you add foods back into this elimination diet, how long will you say, okay, do it for three days, seven days? What is it before
1: it's you... Y- it's, e- um, do You do the elimination diet, and usually within a week or two, their symptoms should go away. And even okay. myself, when I put myself on an elimination diet, which I often do when I start flaring, I go to the real simple diet symptoms usually go away within a few days to wow. a week and they're gone. And then you can start at, and then it depends how severe a person is. I may do it for a month, maybe just a week or two, if they're already better. Okay. And then we start adding the foods back in mm, one every two days. Although it okay. gets hard, we often try to rush it and do it faster. Right. And I've done that myself, so I get it. But <laughs> the ideally you want to do one every two to three days because you okay. can get, I can eat something today. I might eat, for example, strawberries trigger me. So I might mm. eat a strawberry today and not wake up and wake up with, ch- with joint pains In two days. Wow. And be like, what did I do differently? And it's like, oh, yeah, I ate that strawberry.
0: One strawberry. Mm -hmm. Have you found, is there any history that this kind of seems to be across the board with these patients that's similar? where they vaginal delivery c-section deliveries were they given milk early in life or did anything like that mm-hmm. that you've come across
1: well uh, one thing i've come across is definitely stress plays a role in mm. every autoimmune person so okay and even for myself when i first changed my plant after i found my nirvana and was you know <laughs> so sure and i still am so sure Absolutely. that this is it no question but um I was still working in the emergency room, mm. and I changed my diet, and I lost all this weight, and I had more energy, and I felt amazing. I had the best attitude in the world. I was so happy. I was telling everybody, this is it. We have to all change, right. and I still had symptoms, mm. and so finally, I was like, you know, it's worse at work. I'm going to quit, and I quit my job, and within about a week, I felt my whole body just, ah, and everything wow. just got better. Wow. So stress is a big thing. So with all my patients, I work on that right away. We have to s- a stress reduction program for each and every person. Well, how do
0: you do a stress reduction program in America?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and the th- a thing about mm-hmm. it is even if people aren't stressed, having a diagnose a chronic illness, all of a sudden you're stressed. It's, the, right. it's so depressing and stressful and horrible for people. So I know that they have it, whether I ask them or not. But um, so I work on things like taking deep breaths and slowing down, having outdoor time, laughing. And I have people do three activities every day to actively relax. Okay. So time for themselves. And you're just, you know, there's studies that the cortisol decreases just with deep breaths. And so, and I show them around how you can do it in a minute. And you can do that throughout the day. And every hour you can work on it. And there's games, there's apps, there's, Um, We can monitor how much sympathetic stimulation they have to their body, so that shows how stressed out they are. And um, it it depends on the person. Some people are into yoga and meditation. Great. I get a bunch of lawyers come to see (laughs) me, and they want (laughs) nothing to do with that. So I hook them up and give them the biofeedback, and they want the data, and I can show them how much stress they have, and we can slow down their heart rates with breathing and positive thoughts and gratitude and all that type of stuff.
0: So you said you could do this in one minute. Tell us, share with us how you would do that. The breath
1: work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... um, um, it's just a matter of breathing in for the count of, um, I do the four, seven, eight breath work. Mm-hmm. So breathing in for the count of four, holding for the count of seven, and then out for the count of eight. Okay. And that's one round. So then okay. you breathe in again for four, hold for seven, and out for eight. Okay. And that's two. And the same thing for seven, eight, that's three, and then four, hold for seven, and out for eight. And the longer exhale is more parasympathetic, so it really kind of helps relax people even more, it's been shown. There's okay. so many different ways you can do breath work. You can do a round of five, five, five. You can do five of those. You can. There's different ways, but that's sort of the one that I first learned. And who would who did you
0: learn the four? I learned that one from, from Dr.
1: Weil. He teaches okay. that in a book of his. But there's so many different ones. It's just I happened to learn that one. Okay. Um. And I like it. And and um. There are studies to support it, which I'm always looking for studies oh to support yeah. things. Absolutely. So um. There were sort studies support that it decreased um, parasympathetic sympathetic and increased parasympathetic. And you're supposed to start with two rounds, four and four, morning and evening, and then. Oh. Okay. Do them throughout the day. Okay, and it takes literally less than a minute, that's and so awesome. people can do. It and they, f- you can, f- you feel better almost right away. I do a round with people in the office, and okay. already they feel better, and so oh. that gets them starting to do it more regularly.
0: Okay, and so you encourage them to do that at least once an hour. Um, no, that's probably too
1: much, but. Uh, It depends how much stress they have. I encourage them to keep it in their mind as a tool. And even for me, like after I see patients, I'll go out and I'll do a round, you know, just to calm myself down, help you think clearly, Mm -hmm. separate a distance between each patient I see. Okay.
0: And so I teach people, you know, use it, you Mm -hmm. know, during the day as you need it. Very cool. So now, so you've made it through, so you were into medical school and then you did your first residency, then your second residency, and then you stopped when you were sick. And now you're helping these people here. So what is some of the, the, the most amazing cases that you've seen turn around?
1: Well, I'm so proud of each and every person, first of all, that comes to see me. Sure. And we're all looking for uh, that those cases that fully resolve and they're healthy. And, you know, you read the stories and the case story stories, and I did um, and I still do. I'm just addicted to it. Every single person that reverses it and, and, you know, and, and completely gets their life back. But the reality is I'm proud of every person. Not everyone has that same transformation. Right. And they're all working so hard. They've changed their life. They've changed who they are. They're becoming these amazing people. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm watching it in front of me. And with each benefit as we move down every medication, it, I'm so proud. So from diabetes, you know, which is pretty, happens pretty quickly with mm-hmm. this diet and, and high blood pressure, and heart disease you know those happen pretty quickly and the autoimmune that can be quickly or they can be long journeys but it's to me every single one of them is so powerful and I'm just I'm so in awe of every single person that goes through this or cancer or prevention even if they're worried about it and Mm -hmm. they're making these changes so I'm not always looking for the big glory cases anymore now I'm looking for everything you know I think every single person should be Mm -hmm. celebrated that they're every journey
0: Mm -hmm. cool as far as your recommendations for patients. What would you say to someone, let's say they came across this video or this podcast and they were like, what is this autoimmune? I was just diagnosed with lupus or I was just diagnosed with MS or Crohn's or rheumatoid arthritis. What would be the first initial suggestion you would give to them?
1: I would say every single person, and this is what we're trying to do in our community where I now am gonna be affiliated with the hospital more, um, is that every single person, especially with a chronic illness, has to take charge of their health. You Mm -hmm. have to. These diseases, autoimmune puts you three times more likely to get another autoimmune disease, four times more likely to have heart disease, Lupus itself is 20 times more likely to have heart disease. You have to address your lifestyle issues. You cannot just take medications and expect to go on with your life. You have to take, you have to change it and and many people will be able to get off their medications completely and have full resolution. And it's such (laughs) the most powerful medicine I've ever seen. Mm. And the others will have a longer journey, but they too will be able to taper down and they're going to get better numbers and they're going to improve their overall health so significantly that there's just no other way. And so My goal is to every single person who's diagnosed with chronic illness, it needs to be, if they need medications temporarily, Mm -hmm. that that prescription needs to go with the diet and stress reduction and and sleep, you know, the the lifestyle, 100% of the time, every single person. There's just no way around it. So if you have an autoimmune disease, take charge. Don't be scared. You can get better. You might get completely off your medications. You might just get a million times better. Either way, it's win, win, win. Right. Absolutely. Any improvements. Yes. Something to and be celebrated. eventually I think every one of us is going to be full resolution. It just might take longer.
0: So it's interesting because you seem so, you know, you're very in tune with your patients and their stress and more kind of a spiritual component of that. So do you think if you would have gotten better immediately and had kept, you know, like, oh, wow, I'm off all my meds. Would you have ever found this journey? You're so you're so good. Because I thought about that, too.
1: Like, I believe everything happens for a reason. And right. I thought for sure. I mean, Dr. Furman is still my guru because he changed my life. And Absolutely. I'll never forget what he's done for oh, me. Oh, he's
0: been doing this for 25 years. Amazing man.
1: And so I, I think... Gosh, if I was one of his cases in three months I had reversed, I probably would still be in the ER. I mean, Mm -hmm. I still I would for sure be teaching plant based medicine because I'm addicted to it. It's (laughs) it's the best thing I've ever seen as a doctor, as a person. It's just so wonderful. The plant based lifestyle, I call it now. Um, And so I would definitely be doing that. Okay, but I know I probably want to delve so deeply into my own spiritual, into my own. Um, stress and what's big, what else is going on and environmental things. And right. it's made me look deeper.
0: That and I think, do you think it will ma- has made you more attuned to other immune? Because, you know, these autoimmune, I think these are the toughest cases. I mean, diabetes is actually really easy. Um, in my own experience, when I get these autoimmune folks, there's so much going on that we still don't necessarily understand. Do you think it's made you so much more attuned to the, the individual needs of those patients? because I mean, honestly, would you have gotten to be able to do that otherwise? Yeah, for sure. And it's funny because you and I, we first, well,
1: we, we knew each other, but then we went to that conference together right. and we were both seeking to keep learning. And I right. have just keep learning and learning. I've gone to conferences on the immune system and on, you know, I, le- I delved into functional medicine and and what they get to the root causes why did my immune system turn on me right. so i keep and then you know integrated a medicine and stress and the whole mind body connection and right. how that's affecting your immune system so i just keep searching it. but i'm all you know i the plant based is that part of you know is part is a it's given a foundation. it's a given right. there's just no other way and now i'm delving into everything else i can learn and then what i have learned is we're all individual and so just because each lupus person that comes to see me and i have many Each person is individualized. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, first we start the healing at the cellular level, the plant-based diet and the nutrition and eliminating all the stuff, triggering them and get into nourishing their cells. We start with that and then we do the stress and sleep, but then, yeah, we often have to look deeper and it, it has helped me and it helps me understand the challenges of each person that it's, it's a ride, it's a journey and, you know, some it's going to be triumphant and amazing. And I see that and I just want to cry with each one. I'm so happy for them and I see it in them, how how much better they get and others. It's, it's, you know, but uh, yeah, it's really helped me, I think.
0: So do you think this individual variability that you're seeing is maybe a genetic factor involved? Well, genetics
1: definitely play a role. I think they, you know, like they say, it loads the gun, but it's environmental. I think that still pulls the trigger for sure. And so what, what, when you get to the root cause, what turned my immune system around for many, many, many it's diet. And Mm. so you don't even need to worry about this. You just change the diet and they get better.
0: Because, you know, there's all these, you know, we talk about in medicine, and I find it so frustrating beyond control. Like, I just, it just irritates me as you see all these, this money being put into robotics and surgery and genetics, and all, that's all fine and dandy, but nothing is being funneled to the basic foundations, which would, you know, what, 70, 80% of chronic disease, we could, we could eliminate. Yeah. Um, and I find that's just so ironic that we just have to keep, you know, let's go have... You know, a hundred thousand dollars surgery. When if we had changed our diet a month before, maybe we wouldn't have needed that bypass. You know, there's so many things that we're ignoring. How do you deal with that? For me, that is like it just it just gets on me. So, h- what have you found that you? deal with that well it is so frustrating and mm-hmm. stressful and
1: I completely agree and mm-hmm. and I see it in myself and all my patients it's all the money that goes into it if we would have prevented it or you know treated it earlier or even later at some point it has to be right. lifestyle treating right. it right. but um well that's where I think people like you which I'm excited about your journey we need to get data and people right. like me too as I start a center here in Aspen um, we need to get data and collect it and put it out there so they can't ignore us anymore
0: but there's so much data already.
1: I mean. Maybe it's not written up enough. It's somehow we need to get it in their faces more, I think.
0: You know, I think personally my my take on it is there's just so much of government involved. Mm-hmm. The subsidies for meat and dairy. There's just so much top heavy pressure not to change the status quo. Because that would affect many people and their, their livelihoods or whatever. You know, for me, it's like what's going to be best for my patients? So that I think it's it needs to be I think it's an education thing because when I you know I was in rifle which is I mean you can't get I mean it's called rifle Colorado <laughs> I mean people hunt and there's you know farmers and ranchers and you know people who are like what are you talking about I that's why I don't, I'm i not a big fan of the word vegan just because it and it, you know you conjure up these food active or food activists and animal rights stuff which is I'm fine and I have fl- kind of leaned in that direction now after this journey but that is just so many people haven't understood they hear about the paleo diet and there's no science backing this but it's run off the charts you know in in popularity but i think partly is because it's closer to the standard american diet um but you know but then i think it's an education thing just in the general populace and i think if we get the groundswell going that's what's going to push the change up on top and we'll take the lid off these subsidies or the lid off of you know where meat can be you can get a quarter pounder for less than a buck, it's going to be like 30 bucks, you know, that I think is going to force people to look for other solutions. And that's where I see my, my fit, um, is education and sharing the stories and bringing this just to the general populace of how am I going to do this? So when I move to Florida, who I'm going to be working with, Dr. Furman, I'm going to put myself on literally a $50 a week budget, which is about what one person would get from the SNAP program. Cause I want to show that you can do this. Um, I'm sure it will be challenging cause I do like green tea from, you know, Starbucks <laughs> here and there, <laughs> which would be half my daily allowance, but that's going to be something I think that we have to, to do. We have to actually take action. So what? Tell me about your Aspen Center, though. What is that? It's something new I haven't heard about. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been
1: doing this kind of on the side. Some, I started pretty small, but more and more people are just finding me, and they want to get healthy, too, and they want to learn what they can do. And I, the enthusiasm and excitement has been just great. It makes That's me awesome. just so happy. And so um I've been talking to the folks at Aspen Valley Hospital our local hospital here okay. and we're going to start an integrated medicine center right at Aspen Hospital oh, wow. and so which is going to be so great because it's a community based hospital and so they c- well they'll be advertising though and I think every single person who comes to see a doctor who is either sick or doesn't want to be sick so that basically covers all of us. Great. Right. Um <laughs> she come and see me and learn about nutrition and and, awesome. and stress and and you mm-hmm. know I help build plans for people cuz some people travel a lot and mm-hmm. so how can you eat this way or or eating on a budget, you know, right. I work with people down valley in Carbondale who don't have as much money and yeah. so I've been working with them how to do it and right. and um but y- so whatever their limitations are, or they don't like to cook, or they don't have time to prep this food. Right. So, you know, we give, I work with people and teach them how to cook and how to prep and um, different tep- different um, tips to make this work. So that's cool. all going to be built in. It's going to be more community based and awesome. and the so doctors are on board.
0: When is that going to be? Uh, open
1: it's gonna hopefully start in this in two thousand and seventeen. so oh, maybe in the fantastic. spring mm-hmm. we're working on it right now.
0: and speaking of other doctors on board, what was your journey with sharing with your colleagues when you started doing all this?
1: Well, they know me. they know uh, that I'm an you know, is in the emergency room I was very evidence based. I followed the rules. I mm-hmm. followed standard care. I'm very much on that. And so they watched they knew I was so sick and then what a terrible journey I'd been through and they watched me start to feel better. They watched me lose weight. They watched mm-hmm. me get my color back. They watched my hair regrow and they were like, What are you doing? What are you doing? This is great, Chris. Oh my gosh. And so they were so intrigued and everybody supported me and I put them all on plans and taught them how to your <laughs> plan based. And you know, the year we don't take care of ourselves. It's right. the worst it's right. terrible really right. for what many of us do and uh. so I, I've given talks at emergency medicine conferences in, in Denver at the Hotel Jerome and actually I did a couple around the country and, and we're teaching people about diet and That's stress awesome. and sleep and the importance of an exercise and taking care of ourselves We because we get sick too
0: <laughs> yeah imagine that we are human and we'll get sick mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, how would you say how many docs would you say now are following a, a plant based diet
1: well to some degree so when I use the p- word plant based it's Basically,
0: um, I'm using
1: it sort of loosely, but where it's most of the meal is plant-based. And then they may still have their whatever i don't mm-hmm. know and when i first learned from dr Furman, he said somewhere about 90 to 95 percent of your diet should be plant-based and the last five percent to ten percent you know and so i teach people unless they're sick and we're reversing mm-hmm. a process i teach them sort of similar to what dr Furman taught me and and there is data to support that you know the blue zones that those guys they sure. weren't 100 percent vegan they weren't 100 percent perfect but they were pretty darn good it was like a condiment animal yes products. and it wasn't every day it wasn't right. every meal and it wasn't a lot once
0: a week right mm-hmm. and
1: so that's kind of what i teach so the people that are doing that type of plan were mm-hmm. pretty darn good, mm-hmm. but maybe not as perfect as I am. Where I'm, you know, I never, well, I never you can't. branch from it. Your exactly. life depends on it, and so um, I would say. Of my colleagues, I probably have 20 or so that are following. That's awesome. Something, a plan, very sim- or or they'll call me and say, I'm falling off. Give me some inspiration, <laughs> and, you know, and, and, or they'll follow me on the website or, you know, a, a little Facebook page that I f- I have, and they'll, you know, just to keep people inspired and, Absolutely. and remind them of new data and new studies and why it's so important.
0: And so we have people in the audience, and they want to find you in your program, how can they find you? Right now it's under um, eatandlivehealthfully.com and com, and I'll put that in the show notes underneath the podcast and it'll be a Thank link you. to you and is there a phone number or anything yeah, else? G-
1: yeah, uh, my phone number is 970-920-WELL okay. which is 9355 Nice and um, but soon it may change because if it's under maybe it'll be Aspen Integrative
0: Medicine which will okay. be but look under maybe plan. the Aspen General Hospital's yeah. website mm-hmm. and they can find you there but as right well but
1: right now I'm Chris and it's um, eat and Live Healthfully.
0: Right. And that's my Facebook page, too. Cool. And I'll make sure um, that we, as you get that started, please let me know. We'll redo this and make sure that everything, everybody knows about everything going on Thank there. Thank you. It's awesome. We
1: just want to keep spreading the word.
0: We do want to keep on spreading the word. Is there any final tips or anything that you'd like to share with our audience?
1: I would. If you're listening to this and you aren't familiar with it, I would say it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And People, uh, like, originally I was like, well, why did this happen, lupus? I had such a great life. And I would say I have a better life now. Like, I wouldn't change anything. Right. Okay, maybe I would have flipped my (laughs) bodies in three months. (laughs) But they will flip, and it's the best (laughs) journey ever. And so everybody out there, there's so much hope, and we can heal. And keep finding whoever inspires you. Right. You know, Dr. Furman was the first one, but there's been so many that have helped me. You inspired me. So many people. My patients inspire me. So, So
0: find someone and get help, and you can do it. Wow. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for taking your time out on your Saturday morning and being my first guinea pig. I think thank it went you. really well. You have an amazing story, and I just so want to acknowledge you and thank you for everything you do for everyone that y- comes across your path. Thank and you, and
1: thank you for getting oh. this word out for all that you do.
0: It's it's driven, and, I'm, and I'm, I I'm tend to be more of the bulldog. You're like the sweet, like, lab or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, all right, I'll just get it done. <laughs> but you know, it's the redneck in me. But uh No, again, really, thank you so much because I I know you've touched a lot of lives and it's sometimes as docs, we don't hear those stories and hear the thank yous that we should. And I want to express that to you. So thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. And um, there'll be more to come.